Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free to Help Gamers. I'm your host Colin with the faithful Ashton as always. Right, I am faithful. Hey guys, how you doing this week? Alright, starting, just because I do have extra topics I did throw in there, but for the most part we're going to try to cover what we didn't cover last week. Uh, but starting out with what was left over is Xbox Game Pass and console price increase for Xbox this year. Yeah, well, so now. I don't know if you remember last year Sony announced that they were increasing the price of the PS5 and they questioned Microsoft, like, are you going to, you know, increase the price of the Xbox? They're like, oh, no, we're not going to, but here they are. Less than a year later, increasing the price, which we knew it would, you know, that's just how it is. Inflation's going up, it costs more to make them. That's just how it works. But, uh, yeah. on chips. And chip shortage. I told you that McDonald's, man. Chip shortage. Yeah, me and my frappe, I wasn't able to get it because they was missing a chip. I know, I told you. It's affecting everybody. But, uh, yeah, Microsoft is about to increase the price of the Xbox Series X and Game Pass. It says, in a statement sent to the outlet, Kerry Perez, the head of communications at Xbox, confirmed the price hikes. Microsoft will increase the price of its high-end ninth-generation console, the Xbox Series X, beginning August 1st. The Verge notes that the price will impact most countries, not including the U.S., and I believe also excluding Japan. It's not in here, but I'm pretty sure it's what it is. But it says explaining that the cost of an Xbox Series X will be $479.99 in the UK, $549.99 across the other European markets. In Canada, it will be $649.99. And in Australia, $799.99. It says important to note that the Xbox Series S will remain the same price at two ninety nine ninety nine, which is a good thing. You know that they're le leaving the low end device, you know, low cost for the generation. So that's that's good. They're not increasing that. But uh, it says the price of Xbox Game Pass will increase in all countries with the service, including the U.S. and Japan. Beginning July 6th, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will now cost $16.99, a $2 increase, and regular Game Pass will now cost $10.99, a $1 increase. But the price of PC Game Pass will remain at $9.99, so it won't change. Only console and Ultimate will. Like I said, um, they've had Game Pass out since 2017, and they haven't increased the price at all up to this point, so that's pretty good, you know. Like I said, times are changing, everything's going up, so it's about that time they do increase it. Most companies would have already increased it because once you see something selling well with like Game Pass, most companies would have done it six months to a year later, just increase the price a couple of dollars or a dollar just to make more money. But good for them for waiting and holding out this long on the price increase. Yeah, because you definitely have a lot more first party titles from now than what you did in 2017 as well. Right. But yeah, all the, I mean, everywhere except for the Series S is definitely increasing in price, which is, I feel sorry for, sorry for the Australians. Oh my gosh, $800, $800 for an Xbox Series X? <laughs> just buy a PC at that point. I mean, really, just buy what I have, a handheld PC. <laughs> yeah, definitely be able to do more with it because you can hop on pretty much every 
console there is with exclusives where they put out for PC. Right, exactly. And you can dock it and play it on a TV just the same as you do a console too. So, I mean, might as well just get that instead of a $800 Xbox Series X. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's all up to your preference anyways, which, I mean, there's still always the Series S to fall back on. Right. And uh, when I said two ninety nine ninety nine, that's for the five twelve gigabyte model, three forty nine ninety nine for the one terabyte model. That's, I forgot to add that, but that's for the Series S. Yeah. So basically, you pay what fifty dollars? Yeah, fifty more dollars for a whole half of. I mean, basically for whole half memory. Yeah. Which that's not that. Uh, I mean. The way games are now, just get the one terabyte model because, I mean, even on the Xbox One, you know, 500 gigabytes didn't get you very many games. So that's why I had an external hard drive for my Xbox One to hold my games because half a terabyte don't hold much anymore. Yeah, I think I got like six games total and I think two of those six games are in the megabytes, not gigabytes. So that tells you a lot. Right. Your your Xbox One S, it's one terabyte, isn't it? Mm-mm. Is it it's not? 500. Oh, okay. I thought you had the one terabyte version. Mm-mm. Nope. I got the poor version. Yeah, both my Xboxes are the poor version. But, I mean, All like right. I said, for a one terabyte, back then, for a one terabyte external hard drive was $50. Now it's way more, but Back then, $50 for that much of an increase, a terabyte and a half uh, storage wasn't too bad, but times have changed. Yeah, shoot, I remember with the Xbox 360, it was almost like 200 bucks for a terabyte of memory. I remember you could do a whole lot with a 16 gigabyte flash drive on Xbox 360. That will get you a couple games in there. Yeah, it would. But like I said, they... Over the times, yeah, the any type of memory increase has got a lot cheaper. Yeah, but at the same time, it's uh, you're getting more, but everything's bigger, so it don't make that big of a difference, anyways. You're getting more, but you're not really getting more because yeah. of how everything's going up. So I mean, it's kind of averaging out. But if you would have definitely got that one terabyte thing for the 360. You oh my, you would have so many games. <laughs> their library. Yeah, that'd be a, quite a bit of games. Because I believe most of the Call of Duties were right there at 100 megabytes. With, you know, with the DLCs and stuff, I think they were up to like at most six gigabytes. That's with everything, not the base game. You know, yeah. that's, that's, and even games later in the cycle, you know, they were bigger because, you know, Ghost had to be, had a, two discs and an install disc and then a game disc. That's just because, you know, the bigger game towards the end of the 360's lifespan. But, oh, but that was just for the 360 because the Xbox One just had one disc on it. Right. Yeah. It was just for the 360. And the PS3, I believe, had install discs as well. Mm hmm. Which that's, I mean, install discs are always hit or miss because, well, I believe the 
GameCube has some in install disc too, didn't it? Um, Couple game. I'm Metroid a, had it. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if it was installed discs or if it was just like disc one, disc two. Like they were both game discs, just they had to split it up because of so much data on those little DVD games. Yeah. Same concept, but not really an install disc, just two game discs, I guess. Yeah. I guess kind of went off the beaten path a little bit on that topic, but <laughs> it's all right. All right, get back to the topics. A uh, new 2D Mario game was announced for the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that Direct was sexy. I'll just get that out of the way right now. But uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, so Nintendo has announced Super Mario Bros. Wonder, a brand new mainline 2D Mario game for the Nintendo Switch, launching October 20th this year. The game will feature multiplayer and allow players to take on the role of Mario, Peach, Toad, Luigi, and Yoshi. And new power-ups will also be added, including one that turns Mario into an elephant. So, yeah, it, it was that was different to see. I never thought I'd see Mario as an elephant. But um, the multiplayer, the best I, best I can remember, it's just local multiplayer, not online multiplayer. But, um, which I'd like to see a 2D Mario game have online multiplayer. That'd be really awesome because the days of playing Mario locally, for me anyway, are about over. And, you know, until Zachary gets older, then we can. But right now they're pretty much over. Like when I was little, you know, we played the crap out of Mario, you know. Locally, but yeah. now, you know, it'd be a lot better if we could play it online, but maybe, maybe one day, but yeah. not right now. I would enjoy, like, sacrificing randoms instead of sacrificing somebody in your own household. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sacrificing. But uh, this game, it, they, it's not, it's a different art style than the new Super Mario Bros. series. So they're changing up changing it up again, going a whole new path. This art well, style part of No, it's not. It's Mario Bros. now. Super Mario Bros. now. Like yeah. back to the original official name. Right. Yeah. It's a whole different you know, spin on the franchise now. Moving away from the new Super Mario Bros. name. But um it reminds me not necessarily as the art style but the attention to detail of super mario world how you seen his hat like fly back when he was jumping or running or you know they've done that they brought that back and that's pretty cool you know the attention to details back new super mario bros series was fun but i just felt kind of generic the first couple you know for the ds and the wii they were pretty good but then after that it just kind of got stale like the same old same old you knew it was going to happen you knew exactly I mean, it's exactly the same. Same mountain world, same mountain castles and everything. It's just more of the same, but hopefully they'll... All reskin. Yeah, all reskin, maybe mix up the level a little bit, but you already knew what, you know, the base was. So hopefully they'll do something different with this game. I'm sure it'll be a lot of the same, but, you know, just from the trailer, you could see quite a bit of stuff are different. You know, just how the gameplay and the world interacts around you. And the the new power ups, you know, an elephant. That's pretty cool. So I'm really excited for this game. Um maybe pick it up. 
maybe buy it for my birthday, day one. But if not, I'll get it around Christmas probably. Yeah, I mean, Elephant don't really surprise me too much, especially in Odyssey, which I know Odyssey is a 3D title. But I mean, you could be a T Rex in that game, so yeah, that I don't cool. guess an elephant far stretched. That's true. But it's the first two D Mario game to get released for it that's new because Mario Brothers U got reskinned and got like a couple updates for the Switch version. So this is the first standalone two D title, right, for the Switch. If you don't count Mario Makers, yeah. They're fun, but they're not a Mario Mario game. Yeah, which is still kind of, I mean, seems like that's where they got like a bunch of their ideas from yeah. for the thing, like their creative mentality on it, just how it is. Maybe that's the point. Maybe they released those games to get ideas from the fan base. Uh, could be. Because you can upload your levels online and everybody can see them, so maybe... I mean, maybe they did. Maybe that was the whole point in those games. Maybe not, but, you know, just a fun thought, I guess. Yeah. But sticking with the Nintendo Direct, what was some of your highlights? I had a crap ton of them. Like I said, this Direct was pretty sexy. So, uh, so first off, we start the Direct with DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I don't I don't play those games, but I know there's a lot of people out there that do, so I was just wanting to point out there are there is DLC coming. But uh, it, the DLC shows new areas, characters, and activities in the Teal Mask and the Indigo Mask. Or yeah, the Indigo Indigo Disc after this okay. Okay, so after the director was a special event for the game. But a new Splatfest for Splatoon 3 was announced with the theme what is favorite ice cream? And there was a Detective Pikachu Returns game announced. That was pretty cool. I didn't play the first one, but I did watch the movie, and the movie was pretty good. It had Ryan Reynolds in it, and he's funny. But yeah. um, okay, it says Pokemon's best detective is back and coming to Nintendo Switch on October 6th this year. So that's when Detective Pikachu Returns will release. Super Mario RPG. The RPG was originally released for the Super Nintendo and will arrive on November 17th, 2023 on the Nintendo Switch. So this was a big surprise. A lot of people thought we were going to get uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door from the GameCube and instead they got Super Mario RPG. Once again, not a big RPG person. But the game does look pretty good. I may try it out. Not day one. I'll probably wait for a sale. Because once again, I don't like RPGs. But maybe this one will change my mind on this. Since it is Mario. And it's such a loved game. I may try it out. Um, An untitled Peach game. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this the graphics on that game. It just seems like a little weird. Like how they reskinned it. Yeah, Mario looks kind of short. I don't know if you noticed that, but it's kind yeah, of... It looks like a cross in between their original styles and, like, the Wind Waker design. That's what it kind of, like, seems like graphic-wise. Yeah. Which, they changed the graphic style on Link's Awakening, too, So when it, they remade it, so 
you know, you never know yeah. what Nintendo's going to do with their remakes, what the graphical style is going to be. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. <laughs> but um, an untitled Peach game. So for the DS, they had Super Princess Peach. I don't know if you've ever seen it or played it, but it was a game that just obviously starred Princess Peach and you went around the world. I believe you ended up saving Mario at the end. So maybe they're making a sequel to that. That was pretty cool to see. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It was a game released on the 3DS in 2011, I think. It's been 11 a while. Or 12. 11 or 12. Yeah, it's been a while. So definitely happy to see it coming to the Switch because I've played that game, but I've never beat it because my stupid dog that I had <laughs> chewed up my cartridge, so I never got to beat it. <laughs> hate that dog but uh happy I don't have her anymore but anyway happy to see it come to the switch so i can finally beat it and maybe we'll get the first luigi's mansion remade for the switch because they ported it to the 3ds a couple years ago well it's been like four or five years ago at this point but seems like it was a couple years ago so since they ported they're porting dark moon over they can port the original over if they want or just remake it for the switch you know either way it's fine for me Batman Arkham Trilogy is coming to Nintendo Switch. And it says the Batman Arkham Trilogy is coming with Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight with all their DLCs, and it will come this fall. And it says a demo was made available on June 28th. So uh, the only one I've played is Arkham Knight, and... I have it for Xbox One, and it's a pretty fun game, so I may pick up the trilogy eventually just to play all three. I'm on the Switch on the go. Pikmin 1 and 2 HD, they were remakes, and they were available when the Direct hit last week. So they are available you know, today to pick up. You don't have to wait for Pikmin 4 if you want to try to. So now Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 are available in 4 later this year. And yeah. then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 5 is introduced with three new characters and eight new tracks. Wave 5 will be, 
will be available in the summer of 2023. So even though there was no Zelda or Metroid content in this direct, it was one of the best ones we've had for a while because the past few, they were good. But I think the reason I thought they were good is because, for one, they had Tears of the Kingdom trailers in them. And two, we got Metroid Prime Remastered in one. So this one had zero Metroid or Zelda content, but they were it was really, really good. I mean, there was a lot more than I just mentioned. Those are just kind of my highlights. Definitely looking forward to Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, uh, the Super, no, Sonic Superstars. I'm looking forward to it as well. That was announced in the direct. So yeah, a lot to take place and a lot coming this year. So what was your highlights? Uh mainly just I mean, Pikmin 4, I doubt I'll play it, but it looked pretty cool for a Pikmin game. Yeah. For Pikmin. And then of course Super Mario RPG as well. Because I mean only tad bit of Pikmin I know about is Omar, and that's because he's an unlockable character on Smash Bros. Right. Brawl. Yeah. I don't even think Omar's on four. It seems like I think they said it was a different name on the thing. I do believe. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. I've only played four a couple times. But uh, of course, there was Super Mario RPG, which uh, tossed in a tidbit on, and of course, we covered it last week with uh, Solid Snake. Yep. And all those fun game, well, yeah, fun stuff that comes with it. Metal Gear Solid whole collection man that's that's awesome never thought i'd see that no me just about as far as we're going to see for activision and blizzard coming to switch too it seems like yeah and then i think fae form got dlcs as well yeah i know we talked about whenever like the last direct it was on like november yep Reminds so me of kind of farm village. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good direct. I was really surprised to not see any Metroid Prime 4 news since we got that leak at that website coming out. Maybe in the next one. Maybe we'll get one in September or one right around holiday or so to promote, you know, some more holiday games. Yeah, which they could have just kept a secret at time just because where there was so much hype behind them. You know how Nintendo is with too yeah. soon of a hype. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about that a lot. Just, I mean, at this point, people think the game's completely gone because we haven't heard anything since, like, 2019. Yeah. That's really ha- keeping the hype low or building it up. Yeah. Bad, and it's technically been development started first thing in 2011. I think so, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then they <laughs> completely crushed everything, made it from the ground up in 2019. Here we are, yeah, four years later. Haven't heard a single thing. Yeah, all right, that's it with the last week's topics. Now we can hop on the this week's. Uh, Wildcard football game has got announced, and it looks like 2K is the one making it. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool concept. Uh, like NBA Playgrounds, wildcard football will include hundreds of real-life football players, including TJ Watt, Jalen Hurts, and I can't say that guy's name, and more. But while it features real NFL players, it's not an NFL game. 
meaning you won't be able to play as, you know, teams, actual teams. So it'd be just players. But it says instead you can create your own customized seven on seven team with players, reimagine playground style. The gameplay is reminiscent of arcade classics like NFL Blitz, which we played those games. And with special wild cards granting powers like super strength and invincibility, it will include season play, local multiplayer, and online multiplayer with full cross play. And there's a lot of people asking, will it have microtransactions? And they go on to say, when it releases, wildcard football will attempt to capitalize on demand for a legitimate competitor to Madden NFL, which has had a monopoly on the space for nearly two decades now. A new NFL 2K has been in the works since 2020, apparently, they said, but has yet to been fully materialized. Other unlicensed competitors have proven disappointing. The NBA Playground games have enjoyed reasonable reviews, which should give fans some hype, some hope for this release. And but they say that it will not have market transactions, but it will have DLC that's already been planned, and it will release on the PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X slash S, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch on October tenth. So it looks really cool, and we played NBA Playgrounds too. You know, it's it's really fun, and. Uh, so something like that for NFL would be pretty cool. And if 2K's making it, you know, they'll, I mean, like I said, they made, obviously made NBA 2K playgrounds. So they already have that kind of mindset of what it needs to be. And NFL Blitz, we played it and uh, NFL Street, which NFL Street was really fun and NBA Street's fun. But NFL Blitz kind of brings more to mind with this type of game. Yeah, and the fact, and so how 2K got, quote-unquote, away with this was so for Madden and EA, they have, the NFL has a monopoly on that, but 2K signed with the NFLPA, which is the Players Association. Mm-hmm. So that's how they got away with finally, quote-unquote, taking it away from EA to an extent. So that's how that game was able to come through is because the players association was just like, yeah, well, we're down for that. Yeah. I guess it's kind of why you can't have the teams, but you can have the players. Yeah. And that's why the team logos on there are customizable too. Yeah. That's a feature on the longer you play, you can customize your team logos and everything else. So like say for instance, you, chose the eagles i'm going to choose the eagles for obvious reasons right but you know choose the eagles you can change the eagles mat you know logo however you want to change it type of situation obviously there's an extent of what you can change it to based on how the game is but that, right. that hasn't got really how it's customizable yet but they said that every team logo is customizable on the game that's cool yeah it, madden has had a hold on nfl for the longest time game wise because they signed a deal that nobody else could make an NFL game because 2K used to make NFL games, and <laughs> yep, and they they just wasn't allowed anymore because of the contract, and that's kind of why the new Madden games kind of suck because they have no competition. If 2K was allowed to make games, there would be competition. Just look what they're doing with NBA 2K. Like they put NBA Live pretty much out of business. Like you never know if they're going to make a game that year or not. So yeah. I think if 
it was a, if 2K was able to make an actual NFL game, EA would make Madden a whole lot better because they would have competition. I feel like the my player mode would be a whole lot harder on 2K than what it would be on EA, like how you could make your own player back in the day and then do the whole entire franchise thing with your player. Yeah. In old Madden's, and it seems like a 2K would definitely make it a lot harder to level up your player opposed to what it was before. Oh, Which, yeah. I mean, it's fine. But for now, we're just sticking with 7 with 7 tournaments. Yeah. Which I believe that's how NFL Blitz was set up, too. It was a 7 on 7 base from what I remember. I think so. Best I can remember it was. All right. I think we got time for one more. Uh, Xbox games with gold in July. First up from July 1st, which is day of recording tomorrow, through the 31st is... Darkwood. It is an unsettling survival horror game. And then the second game and the last is When the Past Was Around from July 16th through August 15th. And it is a point and click adventure title that explores love and loss. So, as usual, every month I haven't heard of these games. But if you like horror games or depressing games that makes you sad, you can play these games if you want. <laughs> Personally, I think I'm going to take a pass and not worry about it. But, uh, yeah, they're there, and we informed you about them. We've done our job, so, you know, play them if you want. Yeah. I mean, survival horror, I mean, that was kind of a, we're trying to think, I mean, a Dead by Daylight type of situation or Friday the 13th. So, I mean, it would be an adrenaline pump of game. So, I mean, it would automatically be fun in itself. Yeah. But as I mean, it's basically just, I mean, it's that, but it's a indie version of those games. Right, yeah. Which, I mean, I know some indie titles are probably some better games than AAA titles. Oh, yeah. But in time, it could be, you know, it could be a hidden gem if you wanted to go out there and if survival horror is your thing. Right, yeah, you never know until you try it, so try it, you know. It's free if you I have gold that. already. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the least depressing one. Get your heart racing a little bit. Yeah. And the other one is literally depressing. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely, I will agree with you on that one. <laughs> but again, it could be a hidden gem and our viewers can tell us about it. Yeah. Join our Discord and tell us what you, how wrong we are about these games. That's right. Communicate with us. Yeah. I think that's all the time we have today because if I decide to do this last topic, it'll probably be a whole other podcast time-wise. Oh, yeah. It's a long one. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> that's why we'll probably just cover it next, well, week after next because Ashton's taking a week's vacation, so we won't be able to, we won't have a new episode out next week. Right. Well, well week following week. Next week. Tuesday, this will release Tuesday, yeah. Live. Right. But because, you know, I'm going on vacation, there won't be one the following week. Yeah, the week after this releases, there won't be an episode. Yep. But we'll be back the week after that. <laughs>
All right. Other than that, follow our socials at TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Trying to think. I think it's about it. Redbubble for our merch. And I think that's about it. Yep. And join our Discord. And you can always listen to us live on YouTube and Twitch. My personal Twitch and Kick and YouTube. And yep. Covered it all. Alrighty. Later, guys. Catch you guys week after next. Mm-hmm.